What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 12 of Merle's Unless Stuff. We're doing a, uh, today is a sports talk. We're doing sports talk today. So, um, in this one I go over baseball and I talk to Braves and our series win against the Phillies a little bit. How, I, I, as a Braves fan, it doesn't sound like it sometimes when I'm talking about the Yankees in this episode, but... And the Yankees look fucking good this year, and I talked about that. Um, I did my best to cover basketball, which I know nothing about, but I, uh, there was a few things that I talked about that uh, related to um, this new stat that they're comparing Jordan and LeBron with, and this is the fact that Jordan's always compared to LeBron or, or vice versa. But I'm not editing this one at all because I'm, I'm tired and I don't care. But uh, I'm just going to let this one go the way that it is. Um, yeah. Oh, Tiger Woods. Yes. Tiger Woods also. I talked about Tiger Woods a pretty good bit because, yeah, you'll see. He's the, I don't know, he, he's, he needs to be, he needs to be good for the sake of golf. And I really think that he's got the opportunity to do so right now. But, let's see. Yeah. Pretty sure that's all I'll talk about. I don't know. If I talk about anything else, you'll find out about it soon. Um, but, yeah, so this one's going to be a sports talk. So if you're not into sports, you're probably not going to want to listen to this one. Uh, but if you are then by all means listen to me ramble about bullshit and even if you're not if you just want to listen to me ramble about bullshit by all means do that um i'm gonna release a regular episode um i think i'm probably gonna do that tomorrow night being monday night uh after trivia so may or may not have a guest a special guest may or may not so uh, I'm just going to leave you on the hook for that one and let you find out for yourself surprise or not surprise <laughs> uh, anyway without further ado here is Merle's Only Stuff a Sports Talk episode 12 enjoy folks Guys, how's it going? That's fantastic. I'm going to pretend that you answered me and not that I'm a crazy person sitting here talking to myself. How's it going again? Yeah, we did that twice. Okay, um, so we're going to talk about sports today because we haven't done a sports short in a while. And this will probably be a short, I'm going to assume. Um there's a few things that that is worth mentioning in the sports world, and we haven't done this in a while. And when I initially started this podcast, it was specifically a sports podcast. So I feel like I owe it to the original idea to do a little sports with you. Sporty sports, sports, sporty spice. Top of the pops, baby. How you feeling? You feeling groovy all right? Cool. <laughs> it's going to be one of those nights. But I'm so excited I'm extra happy. You could probably tell already that I'm just a little extra excited 
because I can turn on Sports Center at night, y'all. And we got baseball in the top ten, man. We got baseball. I'm so excited. I could cry. Um baseball's back, and baseball is my favorite sport of all time, and will always be my favorite sport of all time. I just and the Braves are getting me excited. Uh <laughs> the Braves are getting me excited just like they do every year. And uh, hopefully they won't disappoint this year because it looks like we actually may have an opportunity to do something cool. But um, before I get into any of that stuff, there has been a new rule. Baseball snuck a new rule into minor league games. And that new rule is to speed up the pace of play, which I hate. The, the beauty of baseball is that there's no time clock and that anything could happen at any time. And as long as the next player or the next team can come back and I mean, it, the, the game can go on forever basically is what I mean. Like you can go back and forth as long as one team will not lay down, then the game must go on. So they're trying to get, uh, make the game shorter and, by doing that, they're going to be putting a runner on second if in, in, in an extra inning situation. So if extra innings happen in a minor league game, the uh, they automatically start with a runner on second. So obviously uh, a single could potentially score a run and uh, end it quicker. But I think that's just – that's a bullshit thing to do, man. I mean – just think about how many games would be different in just this postseason alone, this past year's postseason alone. Like, and it was this last year's postseason was probably the best postseason in baseball I've ever seen. And just, just that one thing being different, if it comes to that in the future, will just, I don't know, it'll take away from what the game was pretty much how the game was founded It's founded so that it's not confined by a clock. Like other games are, you can't hold the ball and run the clock out and wait for it, wait to win. I mean, you just can't do that. And I don't know. I think that uh, putting this in place will take away from that beauty of the game, but I digress moving right along there. I said a minute ago that uh, my Braves are getting me excited. So if you are not a Braves fan, uh, this next couple minutes might not mean a whole lot to you. But uh, I still gotta, I still gotta cover it because it's important to me, man. So the Atlanta Braves has a very, very, very exciting farm system. We have a lot of really good, uh, I don't know, we got a lot of really good AAA guys, notably uh, Ronald, I think his name, Acuna, Acuna, whatever, uh, Acuna and another guy named Pache, who Chipper Jones was uh, praising the other day at uh, in, on opening day. I watched uh, Chipper was sat in the booth with old Chip and Joe for that game. He was talking about Pache 
being an absolute monster, hitting uh, multiple home runs a game. And the same with Acuna. And obviously we kept this guy in the minor league for another couple weeks so that we can lock up his contract for longer. From what I can gather, I'm not real uh, sure about that. But that's what I'm hearing. Anywho, we have lost a couple of catchers over the last literally three games over this last series. We lost two catchers to for different things. So we're definitely going to have room on our roster to bring these motherfuckers up so that we can win some baseball and hopefully get a fucking wild card spot for the first time in a very long time. Uh, after the Bobby Cox era, Bobby Cox was the last coach to get us to the playoffs. I believe I'm actually positive of that. I'm pretty positive. Hmm. We need chipper to come back and be batting coach or something, hitting coach. Uh, I'm not going to bore you with Braves talk cause I'm probably one of the few that dig that. Actually a lot of, a lot of you guys are probably Braves fans. If you're listening to this podcast, I would guess anywho. So we won our first series of the year against the Phillies which is great because that's in uh, uh, in our division. Um, we also Kelsey Weingart, Weingart, or I think her name is Wine, Wingert Weingart Weingartner. She's the uh, she's the field reporter for Atlanta Braves, and anytime they ask her questions, it feels like I'm part of the group. You know, it's like uh, it's like they're talking to me, and um, that's just something that I enjoy. But yeah, she took a line drive, a foul ball to the eyeball, and has a broken eye socket, which sounds painful AF. And she posted a picture with a giant shiner, and she's just smiling, taking it like a champ, which is awesome. I don't know a lot of people that could do that, but. Uh, yeah, just just another no, just another way that your Phillies, Danny Evans, just another way that your Phillies are just ruining our Braves' hopes and dreams. You guys did it for years, and then here comes the Washington Nationals. Now they're doing it. Bryce Harper's hitting multiple home runs a game while being heckled, which is funny. He deserves it. Um, he still doesn't want to play there. He's probably going to end up getting traded. Um, that's just a odd prediction that may come true. <sighs> so, yeah. Brave started off pretty well. Hopefully we'll do well. Hopefully we're back. Hopefully. Listen, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking the Braves are doing well. And we're going to hit on this later. But another... Throwback to the early 2000s, being awesome, is also making a little comeback. All I'm saying, Michigan's in the uh, national championship. What year is it? Um, So, yeah, anyway, before we move on from uh, the baseball things, I'm very shocked. The Yankees lost against the – who do they play? The Blue Jays tonight, and uh, I don't. I don't see how in the world the Yankees can lose a game. I mean, with the bats that they got, 
dude, this lineup, and I know that the the future, if, if these guys stay together, if if uh, Judge stays healthy, and Giancarlo Stanton also stays healthy, and uh, I can't, um, I'm, I'm I'm going blank on a few of the other names, but does this Yankees batting lineup rival Murderers Row? I mean, is this is this like Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig? Is this like is this happening, or, or is this going to be is this going to be like uh, Mickey Mantle and Lou Gehrig? I mean, is this going is that that what this is going to come to, or Roger Maris? I mean, I don't know. It's exciting to watch. And I should hate the Yankees, but I really don't. I put that on Facebook the other day. Uh, I don't know. They have a very impressive history. Their story is great. And I don't know. I don't mind the Yankees as much as as uh, other Braves fans. Oh, but anyway, Jeter, they, they got all this money. They, they got all this money that they're saving because Jeter's not there anymore. So uh, Jeter helped them out a bunch by – in two ways one by clearing up their uh by by uh allowing them to have a shitload of more money to spend and by handing them Giancarlo Stanton but apparently i heard the other day he made some really good <coughs> shit sorry he made some really good decisions on how to handle the contract information so that the uh, Yankees would buy up a lot of the contract that the Marlins owed, but apparently that is as long as they don't trade him until 2028, I want to say, maybe, maybe, I don't know, maybe that's a, that's a, um, that that year sounds off to me when I said it, but maybe 2021, but either way, sometime in the 2020s. If um, Yankees don't uh, trade him or do anything different as far as the Marlins contract said or stated should be done, then they don't have to pay any of the any of the money or something like that. But I'm not going to bore you with any more of that. <clears throat> Jeter's just pissed that he can't take that fucking home run thing down in the outfield of the Miami. Man. I remember when they put that thing in the uh, in the Marlins Stadium. So for those of you not familiar, there's this giant, like, looks like a, a big tombstone in the outfield. Uh, just a big, very brightly colored uh, tombstone-shaped thing that has these Marlins that will that this giant rotating like a like a like a clock almost like um, these giant Marlins. And when they first put it in. There was a huge joke all around baseball that had paid out uber millions of dollars for this fucking thing in the outfield, and they hadn't even hit a home run, so they couldn't turn it on throughout halfway through the season. And Jeter's trying to get rid of it, but apparently they, they're they not allowed to do anything about it until like uh, uh, seven years or some bullshit like that. Our contracts are fucked up. They're ruining everything. But anyway, I love baseball. I'm glad it's back. ESPN's on right now. They got a, a episode or a, a commercial for the new MLB The Show. Oh, 
that's the only game that I have, by the way. I have a PlayStation, and I've I've only I've only had PlayStation. I never had Xbox, but the only game that I've ever purchased every year is MLB The Show. I have '09 till today. Actually, I have yeah '09 till t- till uh, now. But yeah, it's great. Anyway, that that's pointless. <laughs> Are you still feeling groovy out there, world? Cool, baby. Feeling groovy, all right. So, I don't think I have any much else to say about baseball unless something pops up on uh, ESPN that I'm going to talk about. But So, I'm not a huge basketball fan at all. And you've probably been able to gather that if you've listened to any of the earlier episodes. I really don't give a shit about basketball. It's not my thing at all. I never understood it. I never played it. I never watched it growing up. Like my my folks didn't watch it. Like I didn't know anything about it. And um it just wasn't part of my life. That being said, y'all, this year, my Alabama Crimson Tide made it to the motherfucking Champion or made it to the tournament. Finally, we made it to the tournament. I couldn't think of what to call it. Tournament. I was I was going to say bracket, but that didn't seem right. But speaking of bracket, <laughs> how'd that go for you? Uh, so mine wasn't destined to go very well because only if only did one bracket. And obviously, I filled out my bracket uh, with Alabama winning at all because if I didn't fill out a bracket with Alabama winning at all and they actually won, I would never be able to live with myself because the odds would have been ridiculous. The payout's stupid. Um, anyway, we had a really, really good run at the end. Uh, I think his name is Colin Sexton, a freshman. And John Petty, who I don't think is a freshman, but uh, these dudes were just ruthless. And we don't have a lot of, and I I swear to God, I watched the first like three basketball games of my life all the way through. Um, And they were the game in which we beat Texas A&M to get to get in the tournament. And then I watched the game where we we lost to Kentucky. I think we lost to Kentucky. Oh, man, Kentucky's got this dude. Uh, um, oh, fuck, what's his name? Gabriel, something Gabriel. And he is just, he doesn't miss a three. Kentucky lost. Who did Kentucky lose to? I can't remember who Kentucky lost to, but... I don't know. It didn't seem like they were giving this this dude the opportunity to shoot. But when Alabama played him, he went like seven for seven in threes in like the last eight minutes of the game or some bullshit like that. But anyway, uh, I don't know anything about what I'm talking about. You can probably tell that. So don't judge me. Um, Yeah, but I, I had to put Alabama in my bracket. I wouldn't be able to live with myself if they they uh, actually did well and I didn't have them there. So, 
uh, so sue me. But I realize that nobody else, I don't think anybody's got a got a still standing bracket. I doubt that any, I mean, Villanova, I can see because they've been there recently. But I don't, I don't see anybody having picked that that final four at all. Um, I mean, fucking R.I.P. Loyola, but damn, it, it, it's oh yeah, and, and uh, this is very fun. I'm a Christian. I don't. I've never hid that fact. Uh, we're actually probably going to do some Bible podcast coming up soon. I know I've said that a bunch, but I'm actually going to be doing that soon. Um, so. Sister Jean, who is the nun that is, uh, who's really stealing or not stealing. I'm, I'm say stealing like, like she's purpose purposefully doing this, which she's absolutely not. But the media is uh, robbing the players of their attention and giving it to Sister Jean, which I don't see a problem with that at all. Uh, but <laughs> I did hear her prayer on Westwood one's coverage of this game, uh, yesterday or day before was it yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday. And, uh, she prayed beautifully that the refs would call proper fouls. And that at the end of the game, the scorebo- scoreboard would show that Loyola Chicago were winners. And I'm sitting here thinking, Sister Jean, God bless you, darling, but that's not how God works, I don't think. Uh, but I don't know. It was just very odd, um, very odd to hear uh, Sister Jean's prayer broadcast out on the radio, which is just something that you would never expect to happen. In uh, this day and age, which I'm kind of glad that it did. But anywho, uh, so, all right. Basketball is a very touchy subject with me because one, I don't really have any affiliation or love for any team at all. I don't really have, if I had to pick, I would probably say I'm a Knicks fan just from when I was a kid. I picked the Knicks. Uh, maybe maybe a Charlotte Hornets fan. Just as I, I, I see, there's no if I can say more than one team, that means I'm not tied to any. But anyway, um, the other thing, the other the other thing uh, that I have with basketball is that. I can't remember who it was. It was some Harvard professor who came up with the, with something. I can't remember what it was called, but it was some theory that X amount of time would pass before every conversation, before Hitler was brought up in the conversation. It, and, and you can Google what it's called, but it's a real thing. A Harvard professor came up with it. And it's only X amount of time in, during a conversation to which Hitler comes up. And the there's something in basketball that I, I don't know if it has a name yet. Uh, I should probably name it just in case. And it is, uh, let's call it, um, <laughs> the Jordan James Clause. 
to where that there is only a certain amount of time in talking about basketball to where one to where you're you're uh, putting Michael Jordan against LeBron James. It's only uh, it's bound to happen in every conversation, in every basketball conversation ever. There's always just a matter of time before it becomes a LeBron or Jordan. Now, just recently, LeBron passed Jordan in some random ass stat that ESPN and all the other networks think it's necessary to tell you about. And it's, it's, it does nothing for the conversation of who's better between the two because, one, this stat that LeBron passed Jordan in was scoring 10 points in consecutive games, which means that you score no less than 10 points in, in uh, I think it was 860-something games maybe. Maybe more. I don't. I'm not sure on the number. Something like that. But everybody's forgetting. And Skip Bayless made this point that uh, Jordan took what three years off after he retired, and then came back to the Wizards. Uh, but he also took a couple years off when he played baseball when they did Space Jam. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he wasn't playing when they did Space Jam. Uh, maybe it was, I don't know. And I was a kid, so I don't really remember vividly what, uh, this happening, but I obviously listening to people talk sports throughout my lifetime, you're, you're, you're never going to not hear this. Oh man. Muffet McGraw sitting on ESPN crying right now. Notre Dame. Go, go Notre Dame. You and you, you earned it. We sure fucked them over in that national championship in football a couple years ago. Earl Tide. Uh, these girls up here crying, man. That's got to suck. Anywho. Um, where was I at? Oh, so yeah. Only a matter of time before uh, Jordan is compared to LeBron. Or LeBron's compared to Jordan. Jordan was... Completely, he could have had, uh, what was it Skip Bayless said? Skip said he could have had uh, 1,200 consecutive games if he wouldn't have uh, taken those, I, th- I think it's five years in totals, total maybe, that he took off. And and that, that wouldn't even be an issue. But I, I just, that's, I, only reason I bring up that stat is to sort of solidify my point is that something this minuscule and this ridiculous that literally doesn't matter, and they're using it as a reason to just get us, and I'm, 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 do, I'm no better, I'm doing it too, but just to get us to talk about uh, comparing LeBron and Jordan, which if you ask me, did Jordan win without, did Jordan win without Scotty? Or, I mean, he would have five if it weren't for Steve Kerr, right? And I don't know. I could be right or wrong about that, but, I I mean, I don't really know. LeBron has won everywhere he's went with a different cast. He's the common denominator. Did Jordan have that? Who knows? I don't know. And I'm playing devil's advocate here. I'm just asking questions, but. I'm not a basketball fan. I don't really, I literally don't know what I'm talking about. But from what I have been told, 
I'm pretty sure that Steve Kerr scored a three that won the last of Jordan's six rings. Could be wrong on that. Don't know. Google me. And did he ever win a championship without Scottie Pippen? Or how many did he win without Dennis Rodman? I'm not sure. Google. Obviously. Obviously. But I I got nothing. I got, I I really got nothing to say much about basketball because it's not my thing. But other than that, uh, the national championship game in the NCAA is tomorrow night, Michigan versus Villanova. I don't, uh, I have no reason. I've heard Michigan has a fantastic defense. Um, but it depends on which, what team shows up. Um, Villanova has been there. Uh, they have been there recently. This will be the second trip to the national title in three years. And if they win, it'll be the closest thing to a modern dynasty that college basketball has seen in quite some time. So, um, I don't know, I guess for the sake of the game, you want Michigan to win maybe. But uh, I don't know if 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 you're into if you're into that knockdown, drag out, roll tide kind of shit. Maybe we get Villanova to win a few more. Hey, <laughs> see you get me excited talk about it like that. Um, roll tide. But anyway, uh, yeah, I got nothing else to say on basketball. Uh, love you, mean it, uh, basketball. But just not baseball, man. You can't. You ain't got it like baseball's got it for me. That's all just for, that's just for me. Yeah. Anyway. So not a whole lot going on in the world of the NFL right now, except for one thing that, that uh I heard covered last night on Sports Talk Radio. Um they're apparently talking about in the next few years, and this is just in the, in the talks to eliminating kickoffs like you get the ball on the 20 I think or the 25 20 I don't know you either get the ball on the 20 or the 25 and that's it like there's no there there there, there would be no kickoffs and I'm as an Alabama fan which keeps coming up apologetically uh, uh but unapologetically actually But Alabama won the first national championship against Clemson with an onside kick and a beautiful onside kick. Now, if you tell me that there's no opportunity for me to have that, that breaks my heart. I mean, to be able to pull something like that off is an art. And I'm sorry, but they're going to be using that onside kick in that national championship game and film for the rest of football as to how to do it. Like that's textbook. It was beautiful. It was perfect. But if you tell me that you're going to take away the option to do that, then that's going to ruin the game in a big way. And, I don't know this whole this whole rule changing thing. I'm not one for changes, which obviously I say a lot 
is going to be no secret to folks who listen, but I do not like change and I especially don't like stupid change. <laughs> like this change is going to do no good. It, it will do, there's no benefit. There's no benefit and in, 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 like nobody wins from this. Like what's it going to do? It's going to save, uh, I don't know, save your, your, your punt returner from getting leveled. Oh, or, uh, well, I mean, what's that going to do? He's a football player. I don't know if they're, I don't, I don't know what their angle is of, of uh, introducing this or, or even that it's potentially going to ever happen. But the fact that the, there's a conversation about it says enough, which is that it's ridiculous. But anyway, yeah, that's literally all that's going on in the NFL that I've heard. Um, actually, uh, uh, interestingly enough, Johnny Manziel is apparently lighting it up in some Texas Spring League, which I didn't even know existed. But he seems, and, and hear me out on this, he seems that he was a young kid that became, you saw what he became, you saw what he was, you saw who he was. And if you watch Ballers, Maybe he got some good people in his head that 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 started uh, that started telling him he needed to cut some of the uh, some of the uh, trim the fat for lack of a better term with your with your people who were around you. Like apparently he had a giant entourage of of uh, leeches basically around him that were doing a no good for him, and uh, I don't know. He apparently uh, cleansed. <laughs> himself of these people and now is doing all the things that he should do and why who said who's to say that he might not play in the NFL again some I don't know who it was I was listening to earlier made a good point that he's a lot better than a lot of the backups at quarter that uh that some of these teams have and you know what I'm gonna say it so is Colin Kaepernick I guarantee you Colin Kaepernick's better than 60% of the backup quarterbacks in the league. Oh, did I just hit a nerve for some of y'all rednecks? Sorry. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I'm not going anywhere with that. So, I teased it at the beginning, and uh, I'm winding up here. Winding down, rather. Said that right the second time. (laughs) So, throwback to greatness in the early 2000s. There was nothing in the world bigger. After Jordan, the only thing that could touch that greatness was Tiger Woods. That's the only two names that can be in that sentence are Michael Jordan and Tiger Woods. Nobody's been bigger than that. Nobody had, nobody's touched, touched that or even come close to that. So Tiger, almost like he's, he's filming a trailer for the masters himself comes out and smokes. Oh my God. As soon as I'm saying this, it pops up coming up the state of tiger woods. 
Yeah, I'm going to have to uh, – yeah, Sports Center is going to be on for the rest of the night. Um, so Tiger Woods comes out and plays two tournaments in which and, and Tiger hasn't made the cut in like the last dozen tournaments he's uh, he's played until these previ- these most most recent two. And he comes out and absolutely shows out. I mean, he's hitting the ball like he did in 2003. And, and just, I don't know, just, just seeing him hit the ball, twirl that golf club, and just start walking is the that brings joy to my heart. And I'm sorry if you're a Tiger hater, but being a 31-year-old dude who grew up in that era, and I give a fuck. You know what, man? If it was Phil Mickelson and Vijay and uh, who else? I-, I don't know. I mean, if it was if it was Bubba, Watson, if it were all these dudes and we had no tiger, I guarantee you that I would not know those three other guys' names right now. Tiger Woods is the reason that I know what I know about golf. And I have no problem admitting that. And I think that anybody else who is my age uh, or, or anywhere close are only kidding themselves if they don't say the same thing. But when I... I don't know when I when I sit there and I I actually turn my TV to golf for the for the game of golf Tiger being there is a good thing and that's just that's just bottom line there's no doubt that he is the best thing that has happened to the game of golf in the last 30 years is 30 years too much Nah, I don't know. Even even still, because you think of, you think of the ones that that are great. You think about those greats that they, they were they were definitely in the game more than thirty years ago. So Tiger may very well be the the biggest thing to happen in the game of golf in the last thirty years. Anyway, it's exciting to me to be able to see the reason that I started paying attention to golf do well, and. He's, I don't know, he's coming into the Masters like looking better than I think most people are. And I just know, I, when, I, when, I, when I turn it on and I see his name on the leaderboard, it's it feels right. And imagine what that does. Gosh, guys, imagine what this does to the mentality of the other golfers just knowing that he's there. Just knowing that he's there and playing like that. Tell me that don't make this game better. It does. It it just flat out does. There's no denying that. The game is a world better with Tiger Woods playing well than without. Um I I I like the meme on Facebook, golf is better with Tiger. Changed my mind. <laughs> Seriously, changed my mind. There's no there. I mean, 
and I, I'm, I'm using myself as an example, but I consider myself an average sports fan. I don't watch golf tournaments on Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. But guess what I did when Tiger Woods was on the leaderboard? I watched golf Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Hell, Phil's been playing good. He might come out hot in the fucking Masters. This might, but what year is it? <laughs> We're going to be watching Tiger and Phil at it in the Masters? I mean, I'm pretty sure that he's already been made Ryder Cup captain. I may be, I may be, uh, I may be fucking that up. I actually want to Google that and make and uh, and see. But there's something random that uh, that uh, Tigers Tigers had this year. Um, but yeah, I mean, Phil's been playing well. Let's see. Okay, yep, February 20th, 2018, Tiger Woods, Steve Stricker named vice captains for America. See, that's just, you hear that? Tiger Woods, this this is great. This is, I'm getting excited. This is such a good time for sports. We are truly alive for the greatest era of sports ever, ever. The Yankees have a lineup that I'm sitting here comparing to Murderer's Road, which I'm nobody, but I did it. We have somebody who is so great in basketball that the only person that he can be compared to is Michael Jordan, who is the greatest of all time. And Tiger Woods is back in golf. The Braves might win the wild card if we don't trade off everybody that we got. (sighs) All right, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm getting out of here. I've already talked longer than I thought I was gonna. I'm sorry for that. Uh, I don't even think I'm gonna edit this thing at all. I think I'm just gonna release it how it is, and uh, give me uh, give you guys a little intro in the beginning now that I actually know what I said. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm definitely not gonna edit this. I'm just gonna gonna let it ride. Um, Final thoughts, final thoughts. No burn, credit to that line. Um, I'm going to call Villanova because Roll Tide, I like Dynasty uh, potential. Um, I really want Tiger to win. I really want Tiger to do well. It's good for the game of golf. I really want the Braves win the wild card because it's good for me. Um, gosh, this season's going to be so good to watch. There's so there's so much potential. There's so many good things. You got the Yankees that are coming in again to be like, like I keep saying, just just ridiculous. And they've not. And I, I keep talking about their bats. They've still got CC Sabathia and Araldis Chapman. And uh, uh, Matt, Matt, uh, Matsui, is that his name? Is that the pitcher? I, I know I'm, I, uh, or Matsu, Matsuyak, uh, Matsuyama or whatever his name. I can't remember his name. But, uh, um, yeah, they've still got some ridiculous pitchers as well. So, I mean, I, I don't see why they should lose a game. But, uh, uh, you know. Uh, final thought. You know how I love stats. Um, LeBron James has never lost 
or, or okay, hold on. Let me get let me back up. Every year that Nick Saban has won a national championship, LeBron James has also won an NBA championship. That's the end. That's all I got. I'm going to leave it there. Roll Tide, thank you all for listening. Uh, seriously, appreciate the F out of you. Um, doubt that if unless you give a fuck about sports you probably didn't make it very far in this one but if you did appreciate you you're a trooper um that's all i got go braves roll tide